Hello there and welcome to the Creators Club podcast. My name is Andy Dunn, the founder of Creators Club, and I'm delighted to present this Inspire series. Our theme for January 2018 is Conscious Action, and this was recorded live by our guest speaker, Anisha Manosha, to help business owners and creators think differently about networking and collaboration opportunities. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Anisha Manocha. I run a small consultancy business, aka me, called Contenergy. Um, we're going to talk about conscious action and I'm going to share two stories with you. I'm going to start with the first bit really is a definition and this is a definition that goes back about 15 years. When I was quite young in my career, somebody had put that up and I thought, what the hell does that mean? It took me a lot of time to work this out. We're not going to worry about the first bit, which what does the word Rubicon mean? It's not the boundary in ancient times between Italy and Gaul and what Caesar did. It's not a history lesson. If anyone else knows, please do enlighten me, but I haven't bothered with that ever. Basically, it's a point of no return that basically results in, in some kind of irrevocable commitment and in terms of conscious actions, I'm gonna share with you two personal stories that defined me and my career personally um, and were my Rubicon moments. So the first one was back in probably about 10, nine or 10 years ago. I was working for a massive corporate um, I was on their leadership program. It was a real cool thing to do. You were selected to be part of an elite group. You had to apply for it. You got selected. They put you through business school. You got mentors from the chief execs team. And I'm talking about a large corporate massive running into billions of pounds. So they re it really played on your ego as well. It was all the works. And we had to do these placements. So we did these placements. And I always picked the the ones that were the cool ones to do because people would want a person who was on the leadership program to be part of that project. You did six to eight months of a project. Two years of that program, I, see, I sought what for then was the right thing to do to be part of that whole corporate bravado. Um, it made me unwell. It wasn't me. By the end of the two years, I was actually physically unwell. Um, and it also made me realize, so much so that at the end of the two years when the program finished, I said, right, guys, I really need a break. And I went away for three months. I went traveling. I went traveling to Southeast Asia, just decided I'm going to, you know, my brother is in Singapore, so I camped at his for free, which is very handy, um, and then traveled around. Did the whole Cambodia, Kuala Lumpur, Bali, all those things. Really, really cool stuff. And at the end of those three months, I thought, I don't want to do this. For me, it's about what I'm passionate about, and that's about energy and the environment, and that's what I had been doing before I went on to the corporate leadership program. And I came back to the business because the business was really good to me and said, yeah, come back, take your time out, feel good, come back, we'll, we'll, we'll work out your next project. And I had about two or three different projects on the table when I came back from my traveling, and they turned around and said, which one do you want? And I picked the most unglamorous one. But for me, this time around, it was the right one for me because it was about energy and environment and it was looking at their energy business. And, and people actually, my mentor turned around and said, really, you're going back to what you liked? You don't want to do this great big, you know, we're giving you a massive portfolio of millions of pounds, you don't want to do it? It's like, 
my heart's not in it. But it took me three months and being unwell for two years uh, towards the end of it to actually realise that that's, hang on a second, I've got to be true to myself. It's not about what, who validates my success outside. I have to validate my own success. I love quotes, by the way. So there'll be one quote on each of those, and these are ones that have resonated with me. So, uh, yeah. So that's the first one. And, and what won for me was my passion. That has to win for me, and that was my learning. So the second story is from six years following the first one. Um, I was very much in the energy game, in the in energy industry. I had moved on to another organization. That got bought up in another, still in the corporate M&A world. And basically, um, we'd just been bought up by another massive, like seriously global business. We're talking tens of billions now. And I was in the UK business and my heart was just not in it. I was still doing the energy stuff, so still being true to myself six years later from, from that story, from the first one. But just the way the corporate functioned, just the values of how the corporate functioned was just not with me. And they picked us up, the acquiring company from our offices in Liverpool Street, and said, right, you're all going to be sat here in Canary Wharf now. Off you go. And it wasn't very warm, and it didn't feel like it was just a, we've bought you, you will come and work for us. And it was, the culture just didn't fit for me. And I think I also realised at that point, there was two things for me. It was getting through the day-to-day, because -day, I still had to, you know, pay the bills, eat, you know. You just can't just walk out because it's the right thing to do. So I decided, how am I going to now motivate myself to go to Canary Wharf, which is, by the way, 33% more stops I calculated, because I like maths, so therefore. It was 33% more on the tube every day. And I had to motivate myself to go to Solus Canary Wharf. So I found ways to do it by, you know, finding my friends and cousins, that, people that I knew that I worked, that worked in Canary Wharf, so we could have a little group, go out afterwards. I gave my credit card a good old bashing because it got some really, really cool shops. So I did a lot of late night shopping because they're very clever. They, they leave their shops open till about eight, nine o'clock every night for exactly this reason, for, for people like me. And the next bit was, whilst I was doing all of that, it was really then struggling to say, what do I want to do? Corporates, energy, environment, excellent, tick, know that, that's what I want to do. But I also want to not work in a corporate. And I want to work with fun people. And I want to do something, do something that's valuable, to make a difference. And just running around a corporate seems like you're pushing emails every day and it doesn't get any, any better than that. Um, so I toyed with a few ideas. I toyed with, I want to run my business. What could it be? And it was, I could open a restaurant. So I went and had a chat with a local Indian restaurant that was really, really good to go into partnership with them, open in another postcode. And we, we got somewhere with that discussion. Had another idea about, well, what if I, what, what if we did breakfast in bed deliveries? You know, you called in the morning, really lazy. I want some bacon sandwiches or some poached eggs. Can get those. Work through that as well. Uh, to quite some level of detail. Um, I should do something about art and maybe Indian art. And I grew up in India, so maybe I should go back, look at Indian art and see what we can do about the cross. Didn't go anywhere. And there was a couple more, so I won't bore you with all those, those ideas. And then eventually it all came back to, somebody came to me saying, we'd like you to come and work for us. And in a moment of extreme inebriation, I said, but, what if I didn't work for you, but I worked with you and we did something cool together? And that stuck with them. That was it. So they said, well, we'd like to have you. Could you? Then we turned it into a 
I set up my own business as a consultant. And we're 18 months in. And the lesson really there was, why would I do this? So it was quite scary going, I've always had a job with a corporate that paid my bills. And it was all very steady, it's very easy. Um, and now I'll start my business, but that's only the first project I've got. What happens then? And, and I think for me, the bottom line was, what if I didn't do it, will I regret it? And the answer was yes. And therefore, so what's gonna happen? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I've got to take that chance. And I'd rather not live with the regret. Here's a chance to take. So that's my two Rubicon stories, which brings it to where we are today. Um, results, Quant Energy. That's the business that was formed. And it brings together many years of working. I trained as an architect, so it brings my passion for buildings in there. There's energy and environment is what I've specialized in throughout my career. Uh, and in technology, I'm super geeky. The only reason I've joined my gym, I was telling Andy this earlier, the only reason I've joined my gym in January is because it's the UK's first fully immersive gym. So actually, when we do a yoga class, it's the three sides of fully full screens on the beach. <laughs> so it's, that's, that's what gets me there rather than actually going to the gym because I find that pretty boring for myself. Um, so technology, it's bringing all these, and that's a convergence. That's what it comes together. We offer, now we offer customers who have commercial property portfolios or any kind of property portfolios, the ability to navigate the technology field, but with the idea of driving health and well-being and data-driven analytics for energy efficiency. And that's what we, I, do at the moment. And the intention was very much around, we want to challenge the industry because it's an age-old industry. It's finding like-minded people, and I think Creators Club plays a massive part in it. Um, doing exciting stuff and actually learning and growing. For me, learning and growing is quite an important part of who I am. I love doing that. And then we have this. And this is an exact image of a postcard that stayed, that was in my bedroom uh, at university. When the European settlers went to America, uh, there was the Indian chief, they had asked to buy the land. And the Indian chief said that the whole, uh, Thing was about how can one sell the air because you can't sell the land and this the, the whole Indian way of being was you don't own it you borrow it and you preserve it for the next generation and that's the philosophy of the environmental movement for me that's always resonated with me so that brings me to conscious alignment so it's taken me all these years the two stories my two Rubicon moments to then come back to the subject of today uh, is really about, it's taken all this time to learn, there's been a whole piece around the intention and constantly going back to your intention and your purpose and reminding yourself what that is, for me, that allows then the action to be the right one for you and you will know. And personally, again, it wasn't about the external validation. Learned it the hard way and, you know, also we talked about environments earlier in our you know, what is the environment I want to be in, and therefore how will I consciously create that. Um, and there's an element of trust. You've got to let, you know, trust, the, trust whatever's going to happen, because without that, sometimes the magic doesn't happen either. You've got to let things flow. Based on that, I'm going to share really two stories, very, very quickly, conscious of time. How are we doing for time? Yeah. Conscious alignment really, for me, is about... Two things. So we'll come on to networking because that's where we're going to lead this to. Um, I always found networking extremely hard. 
and really forced in the corporate environment and quite dry, couldn't wait to get out of there. You know, if there's a glass of wine, have a glass of wine, bit of Dutch courage, get some crisps and get the hell out of there as quickly as you can. So, yes, get out. Um, but I think the piece when, we, when I set up Quant Energy was very much around, okay, how do I want us to be as an organization? So part of that process of writing that down also involves how do we want to be when we meet other people? And therefore, if I'm going to network, I'm not going to network. I hate the term networking. Therefore, what am I looking at? Am I going to learn something from people? Am I going to be expanding my horizons? Am I going to make friends out there? Am I just going in to just check out something cool and then see? And that changes for me personally changes that whole pressure, takes the pressure off. So what happened was very interesting. Towards the end of last year, there was a new scientist exhibition and I'm a technology geek and I love science and I turned up with the new scientist because we had, the, the cool thing of the day was, was that we had a live link to the International Space Station. So I turned up on that day. Um, we, um, I went and talked to people and I was really curious about this 5D experience in a telephone booth, which if you want to know more about, I will introduce you to those people and they are just super cool. Um, where you sit inside this telephone box thing with a VR headset and they take you away to wherever you want to be. And I chose the savannah so I could be close to the elephants. Um, and we got talking. Only because I was just super geeky about what the tech, tech was and how that could be applied in buildings and how that could impact health and well-being. So fast forward from there, it was the intention was to go and learn, just find out, rather than what am I going to achieve from that networking? Am I going to come back with a business card? Am I going to? It wasn't about. Just go and have some fun. Fast forward to today, this week, we've signed up a nice contract. Through them, we're collaborating with this company and a, and a property developer, and we're we're exploring frameworks for how we can, how they, the developer, can make buildings energy positive, i.e contribute back to the grid. Forget international standards because they don't go as far. This is going regenerative, not just energy conservation. So that's where we're kind of going at the moment. So that's quite exciting. But I, somebody who builds boots with 4D experiences or 5D experiences to this, I couldn't have imagined it. So there we go. Um, final one, Creators Club, like-minded people. What's interesting is um, if you ever interested and want to know what we do a bit more, um, then Quant Energy, the website that you see, uh, Mike Wedgwood, who's not here today from Wedgwood Creative. We met over a glass of spilled water just there <laughs> last year. Um, that's because I was the clumsy one, by the way. Um, and um, again, you know, and Mali, who's also not here today, did the animation for it. And that just brought some magic to it. It's just people that I hadn't expected to meet at Creators Club and we're here today. So, just because it's not what you were expecting doesn't mean it's not everything you've been waiting for. Go in with an open heart. Finally, right. How many people love networking? Hands up, honest answer. Love, come on, come, somebody, some of you. How many hate it? How many hate it with a passion? It's like, cannot stand it. As soon as the word networking is added. And in terms of purpose, sometimes we forget that we, we constantly action, action, do things, whereas sometimes just reminding yourself why you're doing what you're doing is quite empowering, I find. And it's also quite centering in terms of how you then 
behave and are act and, and engage with other people. How do you want to be? And I think if you just take it into the context of networking, we all prepare for meetings, we all prepare for events. We say, right, I'm going to go in there. That's what they're going to talk about. Then they're going to have a networking session and I will plan to go and meet XYZ and some of us and I've always done it as well, looked at who's attending and saying, I'm going to target these people today. And as we go through all of our little things, but it's even before that, what's helped me is how do I want to be or who do I want to be before when I go in? And what can I offer without expectation? So sometimes we go into networking with what can I get? What if we flip that? What can I give? It changes it and then you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know how you're helping someone. And that's quite powerful, I find. Whether it's something comes back to you or not, doesn't matter. And that's why it's about what can you offer without expectation. Don't expect something in return. And then what can I learn from this interaction? Because there's a whole spiritual side of what can I learn? Could be anything. Could be something technical. Could be something geeky. Could be something really exciting. Could be something random. But who knows? Who knows? So this is more a personal thing. But feel free to spend a few minutes writing whatever you think the... The third one, yeah. what can I offer without expectation? So let's have a think. Um, I, I quite like connecting people. So if I meet someone and go, oh, I, you know, this such and such is happening. I'll be like, oh, or have you thought of this? Or can I send you a link? Or can I connect you? That's something in itself doesn't need to be, you spend just been hours or something, but it's a little email at the end of the day or, a, or have you thought about, you know, just little things. You, you help you helping people first, and I just find that's it's quite a nice thing for me to do. I like that. Yeah. This process of putting this down, I do lots of technical customer pitches. You name it, all of that. But this, I think, has been quite an interesting process and journey for me, just putting this together. So, um, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Creators Club podcast. I hope it sparks some new thoughts or ideas. Please share it with anyone that it may help and come to one of our live events for a full Inspire Night experience. In the meantime, go make things happen. Create and shine with all your heart and spirit. If you want to know more about Creators Club and other things we do, please visit creatorsclub.co.uk.